Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 832. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamito. What is up, good sir? Have a heck of a lot, Kevin. How about yourself? Uh, you know, different week, uh, same problems. Uh, <laughs> so much wrestling, so little time. Uh, as I was setting up for this show, I'm like, oh, uh, I should pull up the Rampage results. And I'm like, uh, as I started to look at those, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. There is a pay-per-view on Sunday (laughs) that, uh, that I did not even pull a report up for. Uh, mostly because, uh, you and I don't generally cover AEW and, uh, you did not uh, see the show. I don't think anyone else on the site got the show. Uh, I, 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 I know Jeremy will text me about anything. So I am assuming, uh, had he gotten it, that, uh, he would have texted me and I, uh, did not hear hide nor hair of him. So, uh, and I feel like Shahid was watching sports, uh, <laughs> and, uh, good for him. He has, uh, teams that are doing well currently. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it was, I, I mean, I ended up enjoying the show, but I also feel like there was, uh, the one week that you talked about AEW and honestly, the way that Jeremy and I have talked about it, the uh, in-ring product is not a problem in AEW. No, it is not. No, it is not. And, you know, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 mean, I, I, I there are a couple of styles that I'm not really a fan of. <laughs> you know, uh, if I, I, I would prefer tag matches to be, you know, tag matches and not four man matches or six man matches just being, you know, <laughs> not really a tag team endeavor, endeavor also. It's enjoyable action, but I have my gripes about it. But yeah, quality wise, like, I mean, I still think that those. Guys are wrestling their asses off. I, I might not be the biggest fan, but they're they're going for it in their style. Um, so yeah, it really wasn't surprising to me that a show that was pretty much based around the actual wrestling that uh, it was an enjoyable show. Uh, I I have definitely been complaining more about their storylines than about their in-ring product. You know, it's kind of like an old WWE pay-per-views. Like, I, it wasn't that long ago that I was just like, ah, oh, if I just watched the pay-per-views, I'd be fine. Uh, now the WWE has some storylines going on in between. And uh, definitely the, uh, the biggest one uh, starts over on SmackDown... Uh, we uh, start off the show, uh, Roman Reigns comes out, he is ready for D.C., uh, where were they, was it Washington, D.C.? Yes. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, the tribal chief was ready to be acknowledged when, uh, when one, uh, Cody Rhodes came out, and, uh, you know, interrupted all the, uh, usual fun from the bloodline. To uh, start the start our WWE TV off uh, proper uh, for this uh, for this podcast, uh, it was uh, it was quite a uh, quite an exchange, I would say. Oh uh, yes, it definitely was. It definitely was uh, quite the exchange. Um, Cody Rhodes, uh, Roman Reigns, continuing Paul Heyman's trend of getting very personal with Cody Rhodes, uh, mentioning mentioning Dusty saying a number of things that may very well be true. <laughs> um, so again, trying to cut Cody deep, trying to get the mental edge over Cody, but Cody not taking the bait, not getting angry, staying focused on the task. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cody Rhodes is really kind of uh, bearing his cross for the current moment. Uh, as uh, as an old terminology might go, and uh, yeah, he's hearing a lot of uh, my dad did better for you than he did for you <laughs> comments from uh, from everyone 
involved in his uh, in his life. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Because Seth Rollins pulled out that line too, didn't he? Of course he did. Everyone has to take everyone has to take their shots involved in Dusty. <laughs> if you didn't know better, watching these shows since Cody arrived. You would think that Dusty Rhodes was the biggest legend in WWE history. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have really upsold the uh, image of Dusty Rhodes uh, as of late. Now, now in other places, uh, of course, Dusty an, all, an all-time legend. Um, but by the time he made it to the screens of the World Wrestling Federation and Polka Dots, uh, his best days were already behind him. Uh, yes. Yes, they were. Oof. I remember that uh, polka dot phase uh, somewhat fondly. He was all in with it. It was not a bad thing. He was never going to be world champion in that era. He did his job. He did it well. Oh. He played his role. But no, but he is not someone who would be lock high. And if, if you're just talking WWE specific, a a a a, a, a legend of, of of that high stature. But yeah, you know, he did. He was around the last the last five ten years of his life as as a mentor to pretty much everyone we've seen. Probably the, oh. still the majority of the people we see on television every week. And, you know, a very important person, uh, Cody's dad, it, it, it's there. I hope post-WrestleMania we stop going there, uh, though. I, I, I oh. do hope, think that Cody needs to uh, stand on his own more, and we, 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 we don't get the Dusty references as often, if, if ever again after that. Uh, yeah, the, the well is going to run dry on those comments pretty quick like it's just like when you when you're the third guy that's coming out and making those comments it's just like this is kind of not cutting anymore here guys like when everyone comes out here and talks about it it's just like okay like you just move on with that really um, so yeah, it, it, it would be a little much if they continue to do it, uh, frequently in, in the WWE there. So, uh, but it, it, it does work in this situation and I will say, uh, I give, uh, Roman Re- Reigns high credit for his, uh, dusty impression. I thought that that, that was, one. uh, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, Roman Reigns does have a very, very good Dusty impression, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I did enjoy that a lot. So, uh, yeah, I could not uh, get through at least this portion of the segment without uh, without tipping my cap to Roman in that department. Um, but, yeah, I, I did... That was a fun... You know they're being competitive, and you know that they're... Uh, kind of throwing verbal blows. Uh, so it worked out really well. Like, I mean, it was, it's an easy dynamic, you know, uh, with the baby face and the heel, just like kind of straight up here in this situation. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a clean, uh, clean and interesting uh, story that they have going into Wrestlemania here in the main event. Yes, it, 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 it indeed is. So, uh, you know, no punches uh, were thrown at this thing. Uh, both guys are trying to sell the whole uh, civilized part of the, the wrestling barbarism. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it kind of makes sense that they did not have fisticuffs in their, their first, uh, go around. I would imagine that we will see this at least one more time before WrestleMania, probably the go home show of Raw, I would imagine. Maybe SmackDown just because, you know, Roman Reigns house, all that other good stuff. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't. 
expect too many interactions from them uh, moving forward here. Honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being like training videos and uh, uh, video actually, montages. Actually, no. I, I, well, a lot depends on how, how often Roman Reigns uh, you know, is on TV. But I think uh, after the events of Monday, we are getting a united front to, to, to battle the bloodline uh, going. So, no, I don't... I, I actually disagree that it's not going to get more personal, you know, more oh. physical angles. I, I think we're getting... We're, we're getting some sort of, some, some, some sort of uh, a group warfare going because... Okay, because... In the other twists and turns of the Bloodline storyline, uh, Roman Reigns giving Jimmy Uso one week to, to, have, to, to bring his brother Jay back into the, the Bloodline or there will be consequences. Um, and also solve the, the Sami Zayn problem over on SmackDown in a, during a Solo Sokoa uh, Sami Zayn match. Jimmy Dip was able to cost Sami Zayn the match, but an attempt to further injure Sami Zayn was thwarted. And then going into Monday's Raw, um, first starting with a Solo Sokoa Kevin Owens match, that ending on a disqualification when uh, yeah, when uh, Jimmy, Jimmy interfered, interfered, I believe. Yep. When yes, when Jimmy interfered, and then Sami Zayn making the save for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens still refusing Sami Zayn's hand, still refusing. To forgive Sami Zayn for what he did at Survivor Series, and also in a backstage segment, but it's something a, a lot of people missed. And I'm going to ask you, did you, what's up? Can I describe it? During the segment where Elias was talking to Boogs and you know convincing Boogs to challenge uh, <clears throat> Bronson Reed, but of course then turning it around on Elias. No. Oh. Did you notice what was happening? In the, did you notice what was happening in the background? Uh, I do not think I did. Cody Rhodes and Kevin Owens were having a conversation. Oh. Fair enough. Uh, well... Yeah, I I guess... uh, I, I I don't think that went completely unnoticed, maybe, but... Yeah, I didn't remember that uh, that tidbit for sure. Um, it, yeah, I, I guess what I meant with the uh, at least the one part of it uh, is that uh, I don't expect Cody and Roman to have a brawl uh, during one of their uh, talking segments, especially the oh, initial no. one. No, no, I didn't expect so. your initial one, and I don't. They might not touch. Oh, Roman has Roman has three guys to do that form, so. <laughs> oh yeah, Roman does not need to be in a six-man match. No, 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 and I, there's, a, there's a very good chance that we are going to get that get a six-man tag uh, down the line here, because later in the night when Jimmy did face uh, Sami Zayn, uh, once again the match. Oh, we'll, we'll see. Jay made his way down to ringside from the crowd. Uh, uh, Sami Zayn was able to get a quick win over over Jimmy. Jay appeared to leave his brother inside with Sami Zayn, and they and they let this play out. They <laughs> they, they went they they took this to to the end. I mean, this was this was well well done to the point where you're starting to think. Well, I, I, I guess it's not. Uh, not that you're thinking it's not coming at all, but you're thinking, well, I guess it's not coming tonight. And then, boom, with the super kick, Sammy with an incredible sell. Jay screaming in his ear, "You thought I was going to side with you? This is about family." And then the throwing, the three of them getting in the ring, the ring, and just having to destroy Sammy's name until not Kevin Owens, but Cody Rhodes made the save. Now, it was still three against one on Cody Rhodes since Sami Zayn was down, but they decided not to uh, attack yeah. Cody Rhodes. Possibly probably, likely because they were ordered to not touch Cody Rhodes, because that wasn't the plan tonight. 
last night, I should say. Yeah, the, the tribal chief has, has his plan, and Cody is knows that he needs to have his plan, and his plan is going to be involved being the one to convince Kevin Owens to trust Sami Zayn. Yo. Oh. Uh, which gives you, which gives you, which gives you Sami Zayn's endorsement of Cody Rhodes as as, as the next champion. So you, you resolve that completely. You make them a united front. You know, an all for one, one for all situation to break down the bloodline. And you know what? It, it's it's a very smart, it's a very smart way to do it. I mean, Cody has had zero backlash anywhere he's gone, including Canada. So I mean, I not was not not concerned about that at all. But it's nice to see that they're going to have them, you know, come together. Uh, I, I, I think that I think that, that that's a very very. I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent. I don't know if it's completely necessary, but it's definitely a welcome scenario to have to have the three of them. You know, but certainly by the time by the time I think Raw is over next week, uh, you know, united heading heading into WrestleMania to take out to take down the Bloodline and and, and take all their gold. Uh, yeah, like, you definitely need something, uh, big at stake, or, you know, like, even bigger at stake, uh, for this WrestleMania, and it does, I, I guess definitely with the way that they've presented it, it's, I, I guess I feel like people were worried about what Sami Zayn would, what would happen with Sami Zayn, I, they have he has really been featured just as much as Cody Rhodes. You know, like they really haven't shied away from this story at all. And uh I just yeah, the way that they have ended up presenting it has been great and I, I agree with you, like they're especially if they're already planting seeds like Kevin Owens and Cody Rhodes talking. You know, they are definitely planting the seeds for a united front against the bloodline because everyone wants to take them down at this point, you know. And uh, everyone knows they can't do it by themselves. I think even Cody Rhodes kind of acknowledged that when he uh, asked everyone else to uh, get out of the ring uh, when he first confronted Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, you know... I, I, if you don't want Cody to be a dumb baby face, he's uh, he's got to come prepared himself. So, um, yeah, this has been a really uh, it's it it's been a really great storyline. It is. I I I mean I'm almost. Uh, Sad that it is actually going to end here. Is <laughs> some at WrestleMania? Like this. I, I'm not. I'm not sad at this ending. It's been great, but it has to end. It has. It has to reach its crescendo. Yeah. We, you know, we we have to move on from the bloodline of Roman Reigns as champion for two and a half years. Uh, yeah. It's you know, and and that is so what's important here: the follow through. It, it, it is so crucial here. You know, this is the most important thing they've done in ten years, at, 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 at least. Ending this Roman Reigns title reign and this bloodline storyline the right way, and then transitioning to whatever they're going to do next, because that's what's oh. going to carry the company for however long, much longer. It, 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 it is so important. You know, I mean, you know, last year's WrestleMania was the you know two nights, both shows, you know. Both, you know, what a, you know, a great week again, but almost immediately afterward, there was no follow, there was nothing to follow up on, there was no momentum, and we had a just pretty much a, a, a fairly awful spring and early summer. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Uh, that is usually the time of the year that, uh, I mean, I know that things really start cooking around Royal Rumble. But usually you at least got until SummerSlam, until the wheels came off the WWE uh, storylines. It always felt like I don't yes. know I, I don't know why, but yeah, it 
that part started way earlier than it normally did last year. Um, and really kind of uh, lasted a while. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think we keep on talking about it. It's, it's just going to be interesting because despite Vince being backstage, I, you know, I don't know why Triple H wouldn't continue to do this thing. Uh, you know, I think even Vince saw that things were going in a better direction, but who I guess, I guess who knows on that front, uh, we will see moving forward. But, uh, yeah, post-WrestleMania is just going to be really interesting because it really is, it, it's always been a reset button for the most part for WWE storylines every year, you know? And uh, Triple H has everything at his disposal at that point and kind of a fresh, uh, fresh slate to go with. So it'll be, uh, it, it, it'll be interesting if there are any more noticeable changes moving forward or if things just kind of keep on keeping on here. So, uh, yeah, uh, post WrestleMania is, uh, is going to be pretty interesting. And Cody Rhodes, uh, I, I think we're both assuming, uh, obviously needs to be a big part of that. You know, one thing that I was a little bit surprised about, I can't remember is you and I or Jeremy and I talking about Cody Rhodes size I've got to admit, I was a little bit surprised that, uh, at least in the height department, Roman Reigns was not that much taller than Cody. Uh, there are no size issues with, with Cody Rhodes, unless he's going to be, unless they're going to put him against almost next. I mean, that that's silly, and I think that was a Shahid <laughs> comment. I think that was a Shahid episode. Uh, eh, nah, eh. Nothing, nah, nothing to think about, you know. Cody's not too small for anyone to sell for or bump for. What's the other? You know, no. you know, we're not doing Cody versus almost anytime soon. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do Cody versus Brock. <laughs> we, 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 we might, they might do that. That's a, there's a possibility of that. I mean, no. We've already seen a little bit of what Cody and Gunther can do if they if you in about ten minutes. So you know. Give them about twenty or so. I I, I, I think that would be a that, that, that they could have an excellent match, and, and I'm yeah. sure they will have they have the opportunity to have that sometime, especially as, as, as we get into the summer months. Uh, so no, I'm not concerned about Cody's size at all. So yeah, no, 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 no. that's just silly. Um, but you no, know, Cody is he 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 is a different kind, maybe a little different kind of champion. You know, yeah. he's going to be. And once again, we haven't had a babyface champion in the <laughs> for, for the Universal Championship in two, in two and a half years. We've, I mean, no. the last champions. I mean, size is only important matter in the fact that the, the, the last champions of the WWE Championship were Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, and Big E. <laughs> Oh, Andrew McIntyre. Oh. So I guess so. I, so no, I, mean, I guess a guy, a guy in Cody's size hasn't held hasn't held the main championship since Kofi and Daniel Bryan, probably. And he's bigger than those guys. Let's 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 get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I guess that's why I kind of brought that 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 up. I'm like, yeah, I, I was just sitting there going, oh, you know, I I I, I kind of did a little reevaluation uh, as I was looking at the situation. I'm like. Oh, I was like, maybe he's not as small as I think he is. Because <laughs> he has definitely packed on some weight from his previous years. And not in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Cody's... No, Cody's not, he's not, not going to be the biggest guy or the, the oh. most jacked guy. He's in good shape. He's not tremendously short. I mean, one of the things WWE looks at, you know, is... Is their champion going to look good... You know, sitting next to Jimmy Fallon, or sitting next to Kelly Ripa, or on the Today Show, or what have you. And you know what? Co- Cody passes that test. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Cody's pretty much done that stuff already, too, at, at least in a lower-level capacity. And uh, his suit game, uh, it, 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 it's been one of the best in the business for quite some time at this juncture. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I can see him being on a, uh, on a talk show, uh, no problem. You know, and fitting in. And he already had, I mean, it probably helps too that he had that roads to the top there on TNT. I don't know how well it was viewed. Uh, I don't think maybe people watch that at all, but okay. <laughs> at least he has the experience, I guess, doing it. So, um, <clears throat> oh. I was just kind of realizing that they didn't say that the Miz and Mrs. was coming back for another season or not. Uh, not that I have watched that either, really. But um, yeah, Cody Rhodes can make it on TV if uh, if uh, if the WWE calls for that. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess there isn't really anything else to cover with the uh, with those guys. Uh, you kind of mentioned, uh, uh, another guy that has had an interesting, uh, SmackDown and Raw, uh, Bobby Lashley there. Uh, he was, uh, one of the names you just recently brought up and they are, uh, really in on this, uh, Bray Wyatt, Bobby Lashley feud. And it's, uh. I guess it's moving along okay, in my opinion. I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's. I mean, they're going through with it. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 kind of a bit bit paint by numbers Bray Wyatt feud that they're doing with all the videos and the, the, the guys we're facing. You know, being well, I, I guess Bray Wyatt as a babyface is kind of is is, is kind of new. So it, it does add that element of a, of a dead serious heel like Bobby Lashley having to play off all of this. <laughs> but you know, it, yeah, uh, you know, they're gonna do the the usual tricks with this. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Um, kind of interesting that they just had Bobby just destroy Uncle Howdy. And I'd be okay if we never saw Uncle Howdy ever again. The whole thing doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It, does, it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, just get rid of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did not uh, really commit to uh, Uncle Howdy or whatever his origins are. Like that, it, I, it just would really, really help for them to uh, define the character in any way, shape, or form. Like, why did he even really show up last night? We hadn't seen him in uh, at least a solid month. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. And I wish, they, if they are getting rid of it, I wish they'd figured that out before they uh, had Uncle Howdy ruin Alexa Bliss's heel turn before her latest sabbatical. <laughs> oh, that woman's career. How many times can we say know. that on this show? And she seems, and she she seems mad. She seems mad that she's been that she's been iced, that, that that she's been put on the back burner, sidelined, heading into WrestleMania. So I I don't understand it. I mean, I imagine when her contract is up, they are going to pay her to sign an NDA to go away if she doesn't resign. But my. God, do I want to hear her story? <laughs> I, I I need to hear it. I, I need to hear her, her story in her words. This is such a bizarre situation. <laughs> yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. It, it only gets weirder by the year. Like, I, I, it's yeah, it's really, really out there. What's going on with uh, with her again? Because yeah, it looked like she was ready to be part of the Bray Wyatt universe again, and all of a sudden. Like, they just cut the storyline. And it, she had just started to reestablish the Alexa Bliss just kind of bitchy, even though I'm small, I'm a badass attitude. Like, I thought she was really capturing that well. And that all of that momentum came to a screeching halt 
when this uh, Bray Wyatt stuff happened. And yeah, they did not do her characters any any good putting her in these situations. So, yeah, I, I, I too am very interested in an Alexa Bliss uh, book after after her WWE career is done. Because, yeah, I mean, you would have thought something would have been out there at this point, considering all of these weird sabbaticals. But she's been pretty tight-lipped almost the whole time. So I guess I don't expect any uh, at this time, you know? Oh, no, no. She, she, she will need to be free of WWE and free of any legal entanglements with WWE before this story, like, this story comes mm-hmm. up. But it's... It's definitely to the point where she's getting upset with with, with being sidelined, and she and she you know, she, she you know she, she is not one to uh, keep her feelings inside when it comes to her, her social media use. Lord knows every every airline known known man could could tell you about that. Oh my God! I guess she does that a lot, huh? <laughs> it's always her. <laughs> I mean, I had, uh, I am glad I'm not traveling again. I guess I'm not sure if the same, sh- well, it sounds like the same shenanigans are still happening. And yeah, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> when flights just get canceled out of the blue and you've got to scramble to get somewhere, uh, it uh, it gets a little bit tricky. But uh, oh, yeah, well, I don't... Well, she does, well, 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 she she runs the gamut: flight cancellations, flight delays, baggage just shipped all over the country away from her. <laughs> yeah, singly, singly, at least once a week. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that that seems pretty wild that it would happen that frequently to someone. So. Uh, <laughs> That uh, that that sucks for her. Uh, <laughs> I guess speaking of the ladies, uh, we uh, did get uh, the announcement of the big six woman tag team match. Uh, tag six woman, just six woman match, dude. Um, <laughs> at WrestleMania yes, with uh, Trish Stratus, Lita. And Becky Lynch being on one side, and Damage Control being on the other side. Yes, uh, we've gotten that announcement. You know, at, at points it's, it's always looked like actually it's always looked like it's going in that direction, but a lot, you just somewhat didn't believe that it was going to go in that direction. But and we don't know if uh, an arm injury to Ronda Rousey has veered plans in that direction, you know, completely. No. Even if, if they weren't. Um, we will see how everything goes. There, there, there could maybe, there could be some other shoes to drop uh, along the way, but no, no, this the six woman tag in which you know Bailey, Io Sky, and and Dakota Kai uh, get to be in the ring with not only Becky Lynch but Trish Stratus and Lita. I, I, I'm sure that none of them ever thought that this that they would have they would have this moment, particularly Dakota and EO. Uh, yes, they are definitely the uh, youngest participants in this. Uh, I do have to remind myself, even though because Bailey came up slightly later than Becky Lynch and Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but she's still probably been what on the main roster for a solid seven years. Yeah, it's going on seven years for her. Yes, it's going on eight years for them. I mean, it, it's kind of, they all started in the NXT around the same time. I don't think there's a a, a large age difference between any of them either. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So that's yeah. Io and uh, and Dakota definitely a little more. Uh, 
you know, even further away from the timeline of the uh, the Trish and Lita on TV. But, uh, <laughs> but likely, but likely uh, the right age to have to have watched uh, uh, Trish and Lita at, at, at oh. different points in their lives, to <laughs> and maybe been inspired to even become a wrestler at all because of that. Uh, you know, possibly every other woman in this match because might might be might might be able to say that. So once again, it's it's a pretty cool thing. And once again, I, I you know, if you're going to come in as good a shape as Trish and, and, and Lita's hard to to do this, uh, still I, I I hold no ill will uh, or, or or have any issues with with them being brought in and given this payday and given this moment. It it, it should it should be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be, uh, a fun match that I would imagine the baby faces are going over on that one, but, uh, it, yeah, it, it, it should be a quality match. All like you said, uh, Trish and Lita seem to, uh, bring their best shot, uh, for, for, for this time period and, uh, all the other ladies can wrestle their asses off. Uh, <laughs> So it should be uh, it should be a really good one uh, that we get at uh, WrestleMania there. Uh, since we do tend to group the uh, women together, um, is the uh, winning streak that uh, Rhea Ripley going on uh, helping her uh, combat uh, any charges brought about by Charlotte Flair here? I, I, I guess. I mean, I'm not really, I'm, I'm, I'm not really feeling the story <laughs> of these two, but you know, I, I'm definitely, you know, I, I guess you say I, I'm rooting for Rhea to take the title, and, and you know, because once again, it, it gives someone a little new. I know they've tried with Rhea in the past, but that was a lesser version of Rhea. It was, it was the, it was a very, um, it was a very primitive version of Rhea. Uh, this version of Rhea uh, certainly could use to, you know, have a title run. Uh, you know, there, there's some new matches there that you can do. And, yeah, I, 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 do, I do think that, yeah, no, no, Rhea's definitely got a lot of momentum heading, heading into WrestleMania. It, it's just that, you know, the, the story just doesn't feel like it's there. Uh, yeah, I... I do think that she kind of needed these wins. It's been kind of interesting that, and I think we've talked about it at least a little bit, that a lot of this uh, improvement in her character is basically because she's been the leader of the Judgment Day, even though they don't word it that way. She, well, and maybe yeah, 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 I—I I, I guess you could say that if she's not the leader, she's the centerpiece of the yeah, of she, the group. She's been the centerpiece. So yeah, Triple H just made the call to, to have Finn called the leader, and I don't really agree with that decision. <laughs> but you know, here we are. He's he's the one who's going to get the singles match with Edge. I, I part of me thinks that Priest would benefit more from. Getting the singles match with Edge at WrestleMania. Oh, um, yeah. But no, it's going to be fit. It's going to be Finn, and they're probably going to put some type of gimmick to it. And I can just hear Edge now s- saying the words, "Finn, I know you have a demon inside of you." Oh. I uh, I would be okay with that not happening. Uh, I mean, he doesn't. He, he doesn't need to paint himself. I mean, I, I imagine once again they're they're going to get a gimmick. Might even be Hell in a Cell, you know, just to, oh. you know, to cap this feud off. It'll be fine. Maybe it'll even be good. But I'm ready for it to end. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I I thought the win at Royal Rumble was. Uh was going to put this thing to sleep, especially since even Edge was trying to uh, move on from this thing. And, uh, yeah, Finn Balor drug him back into this situation. And, uh, yeah, they're they're doing their best with it right now. So, 
again, should be a good match. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm with you. I'm kind of over these two. I feel like they've had enough singles matches already. And, uh, yeah, what I I expect out of Edge's return just does not seem to be coming to much fruition with him uh, wrestling the younger talents on, on the roster. Well, I mean, I mean, Finn was one of the matches that was talked about when he came back. They've just, oh. just they've just decided to do it over and over again. <laughs> yeah, Edge has been stuck in. It's really not being stuck. You, you you want you want people to have feuds. You don't want just the random match generator like like this is an episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, they've extended this thing far too long. Yeah, well, or, or, I or, guess, or, or, or at least or at least six weeks too long. Even with all the breaks. Eh, yeah, you've kind of spotted it without spotting it there. I keep on forgetting that every one of Edge's feuds has just felt endless since he's come back. The Randy Orton feud felt just endless. And who did he go after uh, in between uh, them and... Seth the- Rollins? Seth Rollins. <sighs> That one, no, no, no. Uh, that one kind of felt like it took forever. Although I do think that that was the shortest of the feuds. Yeah, well, I mean, then there was the stuff with the Miz that they did just to get a, get, get a mixed tag at, at, at the Royal Rumble. Uh, oh. that got that got long in the tooth. Yeah, especially since it's a guy that you know had been around since I had his first run. Once again, you know, Randy Orton, the Miz. Literally, people he'd wrestled in his first run in the 2000s. So it's like, uh, come on, we need to move on to something. Seth was different. Seth, you know, they had I think three singles matches. They, you know, and they were all very, very good to good to excellent. No. So I don't fault that one as much. But this Judgment Day thing has been going on since last June, with breaks in between, obviously, with edge with edge breaks in between. But right, yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought the mixed tag at Elimination Chamber was looked like it might have been the end, but then I kind of outside of my back mind telling me it's like, what else do you do with these guys then? <laughs> so it's like they're both kind of stuck, you know, giving them one more match against each other. Once again, hopefully it'll be a gimmick match. Hopefully it'll be a hopefully it'll be good. And then I I I, I imagine Edge is probably head, heading out fairly soon. I, I I don't know if he's got more than one WrestleMania left. I, I'm gonna say he probably doesn't have more than one WrestleMania left. In. I, I think sometime between the summer and next WrestleMania, it, it might be when he's he, he's he's cashing his chips for good. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, this this return run kind of has not run as smoothly, I think, as envisioned. And I, I've started to kind of feel that way where I'm like, yeah, I'd be okay if Edge was just a Hall of Famer now. You know, but I know that he wants to write his own ending and I don't know what he has in his head. So I yeah, uh, if, 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 he'll be, if he'll be allowed to do it with the right with the person he wants to do it with, and, and looking up and down the roster, I'm not, I don't I, I don't know who that is at this point. <laughs> uh, oh, um, you know what's kind of it's it, he's still Edge. He still gets among the best reactions every time he go every time he comes out the curtain. Um, you know, there, there, there's been some good there's been some good matches on this and moments in this in, in this return. I'm not going to say there ha- there, there there haven't been. But there also haven't been that many blow away moments either. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I'm not sure exactly mm. what the best way to, to, to end it is. I just can't. I, 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 I don't know who that person is. Yeah, I, I have no guesses right now who he would end this uh, end this run with. Is his Shawn Michaels, I guess, for lack of a better wrestler that I can think of off the top of my head. You know, I'm just thinking about him retiring Flair. Like, I don't know who you put in that position to retire Edge a second time. Um, that uh, That is an interesting question. But uh, since I do not have a good answer to that, 
uh, I heard his name uh, in these uh, in these discussions about Edge. Uh, Seth Rollins has a face to face with Logan Paul this week. So that was uh, definitely one of the uh, the bigger uh, events here on Raw. What uh, what did you think about their face to face here, sir? It was good. I mean, there was good back and forth there. Logan Paul, uh, definitely a natural heel. You know, Miss Cass as a face for for much of his uh, for much of his appearances. Uh, but now, you know, getting the fully the, the fully formed you know natural Logan Paul. Uh, you know, it's good stuff. You know, yeah, that's good about that's good at reacting to him. No, I mean. They're going to have a banger at WrestleMania. Of that, I have no doubt. Uh, Yeah, I I, I did like what they did this week. You know, I think that was the biggest thing was what you pointed out. Logan Paul was 100% definitely the heel in this situation. You know, there, there was a no doubt about it situation going on there. So, uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. He should, like you said, he's a natural heel. He should be the heel. Like, it makes a whole lot of sense to go this route. Um, I guess one other feature match that I would be remiss without mentioning, uh, since they really, they really started locking down the WrestleMania card this week. John Cena comes back in Boston and in a roundabout way ends up accepting Austin Theory's challenge at WrestleMania for a match. Yeah, but in a roundabout way. I mean, he certainly said everything (laughs) you and I have ever thought about Austin Theory out loud to his face in front of the world. (laughs) I I will say that uh, I... I I guess I haven't hated Austin Theory to uh, maybe your proportions, but I've also not thought that he's had a terribly great run. I enjoyed the stuff with The Way. That was more of his comedy end of things. I kept on hearing Jeremy talking about all of his stuff that he watched in whatever the uh, independent... Uh, circuit was that uh, Austin Theory was on previously. And I guess I never quite got that out of him. And I suppose I found it a little bit strange that, I mean, John Cena really laid into him. And uh, I, I thought that that was, I'm like, that's a choice. I was surprised that it was that heavy-handed. You know, honestly. I I like it kind of got to the point where I'm like why do I want to see this match? Like that to me that's how uncomfortable that got. And it's just like okay, I got it. He's supposed to be a dick, but it really seemed to go above and beyond that to the point where I'm like, I, I, I don't have any incentive to see this at all. Like, because John C. even said, hey, uh, if you win, great. If you lose, great. You know, like, you're in a no-win situation. I'm like, oh, that's gross and weird. Like, if you're saying that out loud in the first promo that a victory by him doesn't mean anything. That's, I don't know. I I guess I don't quite get how that's supposed to draw me in is, is a fan. Like he just really eviscerated him. And I'm just like, Oh, uh, okay. Like, I guess I thought all of this rebuild was to kind of help him keep going. I guess, I mean, does he end up winning at WrestleMania? I would assume. Question mark. I, I imagine theory. I imagine theory has 
I guess that was the part of the promo, especially, you know, from John Cena's perspective. I'm like, you've (coughs) all this progress that they've kind of made on the reboot of Austin Theory and getting them away from some of that other stuff that he was doing previously. It's just like it seemed to be working and the crowd was booing him because he was a heel instead of just wanting him to go away. And, and yeah, I just felt like it just kind of washed that away. Like, that was just, like I said, I just felt like that was really rough. I, I got it. Like, it, the, the reputation definitely has not uh, helped him at all. Uh, but, woof. Yeah, it it really did. It was weird. It made me feel like John Cena was going to win the U.S. championship. And then I'm like, what are they get? Is is he going to give it up right away then after that? It's like, how much does... Yeah. It, 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 it almost feels like one of those classic Vince ones where it's just like one second the guy's getting pushed and one second the guy isn't, like... I don't care which way you go. Just go with it. Like, I I do understand that some people don't work out, but when you kind of change how the audience feels about you, I, that seems like you keep on going with the situation to me. <sighs> yeah. That was a weird one to me. Uh, yeah. But hey... Uh, we're definitely getting a WrestleMania match from it. Yes, we are getting a WrestleMania match with John Cena. John Cena's first full WrestleMania match in five years. Holy smokes! It's been that long, huh? He didn't. He did not wrestle. I knew he didn't well, wrestle last year. He didn't wrestle last year. He didn't wrestle the year before that. 2020 was the Firefly Funhouse match. No. 2019, he didn't wrestle either. He only made an appearance. And 2018 was the deal with the Undertaker, where where we didn't know until you know we didn't know until the last minute whether the Undertaker was showing up. And that match is like a that was like a five minute match. <laughs> I think five minutes might be generous. That, <laughs> yeah, and then and then the year before that was the mixed tag with Timmy with Nikki Bella when they were. When he proposed marriage. <laughs> oh, to Nikki Bella, remember that. And they had about a five minute mixed tag with the Miz and Maurice. Oh wow. And then John Cena and then John Cena was was injured and not on the WrestleMania of the year before that in Dallas. So the last time John Cena had a singles match of any length was Rusev at WrestleMania thirty one in two thousand fifteen. Holy smokes. Uh, paint me impressed with, uh, or uh, I'm assuming you're not reading that off of somewhere and just going, uh, no, no, I, I, I mean, I, I remember some, so I put it earlier that John Cena hasn't had a singles match since 2015. So that, that, I guess that was kind of in my head, but no, I, I, I work backwards. So I, I did that on my own, fully, oh, fully on my own. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's what I think about, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, I remember every single one of those moments that you're talking about, so I'm not going like, ah, oh, no, he's off base here. Uh, that that all sounds pretty reasonable, honestly. Like, that is wild to think that John Cena has not been in a championship match for, like, any type of championship been, match at WrestleMania for that long. Any, any kind of a... Any, any kind of a match, any kind of he hasn't been any kind of a championship match since 2015, and then 2013 is when he won the w, he won the championship from The Rock. So that's ten years ago. The last time the last time Jan John Cena won a world championship at WrestleMania was ten years ago. How about that one now? Oh my god! He's been champion since. He's won and lost it, lost it, won it back. Then you know since then about 2014 or so, I think. 
was the I think 2014 was the last time he was WWE champion. Oh my god! And then and and, and, and then he had that US that, that US title reign where he was he tried to where he was doing all those the open challenges. I, I think the year after that. But yeah, no, oh. John Cena. It's been ten years since the last time John Cena won won the main championship or challenged for a championship or had a singles match. Has not challenged for a championship or had a singles match of any of, of any real length since since 2015. Wow. At WrestleMania. Wow. That is wild. Actually, no, he made a decide for a WWE championship, but, but but lost it like the next month at, at, at some point in the last like six years. Yeah. Oh. But once again, that, that, that didn't make it, he didn't make the WrestleMania as a champion. But yeah, yeah. That 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 is has definitely been a qualifier this whole time. It's just the at WrestleMania. Yeah, because Cena has definitely popped in and out, and I was pretty sure he had a weird championship reign in there somewhere. <laughs> um, Twenty sixteen sounds uh, as good a date as any to me. Uh, um. Yeah, so I'm trying to think, were there any other WrestleMania matches that I'm uh, forgetting that really had their plans uh, solidified this week? I It, it, it feels like we kind of talked about the one, but Omos and Brock is just kind of whatever, <laughs> as yeah, it, far as the build-up goes. Yeah, no, no. That's not even. It's, that's barely a story. Doesn't really look like Brock's going to spend much time on Raw. You know, in the next few weeks, building it up. Maybe he'll show up on the last Raw before WrestleMania. I, I imagine he will show up on that one. <laughs> but we might not see Brock again until then. They won't really come to face to face maybe until then. Yeah, you really almost want to avoid them getting all that getting physical before then. Yeah, it's a once again that that one is a uh, that one's once again I, I, it, it it will be the easiest match imaginable. So if I'm not you know oh. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it the match itself, but man for what they pay Brock is he low on this card? <laughs> uh, yeah, he it's an attraction match, but it is not that much of a special attraction. Uh, they they can keep on keep on having uh, almost win matches from here until WrestleMania, and yeah, I'm I mean, you know, not going to be terribly almost, hyped about it. Yeah, I mean, almost has lost before to Lashley. Let you know, beginning last year at WrestleMania, he goes through you know periods where it seems like he's not on TV for months. It doesn't feel like a big deal to beat him, to slam yeah. him, anything. They 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 have not. They have not protected him, you know, in in, 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 in any real meaningful way since since the, since the Lashley loss. Oh right, yeah. There's uh, there's not really a lot of uh, a lot of heat on that one. I guess no, one other match that uh, I almost forgot about uh, that. Uh, Definitely seems to be uh, solid in the setup phase, but not confirmed yet. Uh, Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. I, I I feel like that's a a good one to end on. <laughs> Maybe not a good one to end on, but uh, that that's the last few that I think of that seems like it's going to get a WrestleMania match. Yeah, and... Oh, it's out. I, I, I'm definitely gonna get a WrestleMania match. It's been it's it's been really good. So what they've done so far. Um, I don't know if I like Escobar being used in the in the role that he was used in. You know, I, I don't know if it's not this face access or but I I don't know if Escobar is one of the guys they should be having re really throw throw around. Um, you know, <laughs> a, little, a little too much upside for that. I I I I, I think. Yeah, uh, and 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 to take the and to take the the, the, the sad frog splash, you know, from Dominic, <laughs> you know, as a finish uh, to pin him. Yeah, I, I just 
completely unlikable like even though uh wade barrett does a good job of uh covering oh, yeah, yeah, for him yeah wade barrett does a good job yeah, uh yeah 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 you know what Th- that is the one storyline i'm glad there is someone to be confrontational with michael cole over and, you know and obviously michael pat mcafee michael's new best friend you know wouldn't wouldn't play well in in, in that seat and graves would of course gone to gone to over the top like he does with everything. You know, yelling and screaming like he does everything else. You know, Wade Barrett tried trying to stay matter of factual about it <laughs> and, and, and calm and, and, and that really raises his voice. That's the tone that's needed. Uh, yeah, I uh, do really like uh, Wade Barrett as a, uh, as a killer commentator. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he played that situation pretty well. Uh, at least the the best that he could without uh, sounding too uh, too goofy. Uh, yeah, uh, I, that is it's 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 a it's been a fun feud and uh, it will come to a head at WrestleMania, I would assume. And I'm with you. I wish Santos wouldn't have been a sacrificial lamb here. The moment that he stepped in last week to uh, defend Ray's honor. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Santos is going to be a uh, a sacrificial lamb here. He wasn't last week, but he was this week, and oof, that was rough. And then, and, and no Legato, no, no Zelina. I, I'm not, I, I, I think the guy could be a strong baby face, but we're pulling some banding stuff way too quick. And we're, we're taking some training wheels off way too quick here, and... Oh. Putting him in that situation was not uh, was not helpful. Yeah, he quote unquote had the out since Rhea Ripley slammed him, but I'm still just like, you only got slammed. I, yeah, I, like I guess I feel like you need something stronger than that to uh, convince me that he should stay down. But oof. It is what it is. It is it, it is done and Santos is he's got a hole to dig out of and uh and, and I hope that he does because I, I, I really enjoy him. So I will uh leave it there. Uh anything else uh coming to your mind that uh, that needs to be covered before we uh talk about beer? I think we can head out of here. Fair enough. Take us home. Uh, Bell Time beer, it has been sitting in the fridge for almost a year now, I think. So I finally decided it was time. The Common Beer Company, Common Denominator, it's their Doppelbach. Uh, it was uh, one of those beers that when I uh, looked at it, I was like, yeah, this is perfect. Uh, normally, my uh, birthday weekend, Cincinnati has a uh, German-inspired event called Bachfest and uh, I have not been down to Bachfest in entirely too long quite frankly and uh, they just have a lot of uh, Doppelbox on tap it is a uh, very tasty very malty beverage not a lot of hops it is uh, one of those beers that is uh, not hoppy that I enjoy quite a bit uh, so yeah, if you have a, uh, a Doppelbach, this is the, uh, right time of the year to be, uh, drinking it. It's supposed to be a, uh, spring beer. 
So, uh, yeah, go out and enjoy one. Uh, Common Denominator, or the Common uh, Beer Company is down in Mason, Ohio, down towards uh, the Cincinnati area. They do not have a lot of distribution. So, uh, you know, if you happen to be down uh, at Kings Island uh, is where it is nearby. I think people are much more familiar with that name than than Mason, Ohio. Uh, But... uh, should you uh, find yourself at Kings Island from a, for some amusement park fun, uh, roll into uh, the Common Beer Company. They have some uh, pretty tasty beers. So that is the uh, Bell Time Beer Selection from Matt DeFranco 11. That is at Stunt Cali. Uh, our brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher. Have a good night, grandkids. <laughs>